but did you miss me is the question. I missed y'all. I don't know why it feels like it's been longer than a week, um, but it's only been another week. It's only been seven days that last I saw y'all and I missed you. I did. If nobody told you today, I missed you. So, welcome and welcome back to another episode of the BMX right here only on BeatsPulseRadio.com. You already know who Thursday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time are for. The unseen, the unheard, the forgotten, the overlooked, whether we've forgotten part of you, or for the person that doesn't belong anywhere, me, B. So, welcome. Um, and before I get into our uh, moments of uh, race, uh, history of racial injustice. I am going to bring on our special guest, Jazz. She was with us last week and she has returned. Y'all, she actually came back. We didn't scare her off. So good job, everybody. Welcome, Jazz. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. I know you like that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, thank you, thank you for having me again. Oh, thank you for coming back, man. Listen, ain't nothing of the thought of being like, they're going to come back. All right, cool. They should come back. All right, cool. Like, you never know. Like, it could be. Yes, for the comebacks anytime. Listen, okay? And anytime the, uh, I was at Operation. I don't know where that, I think I was thinking Opportunity was about to say Operation. I am also sleepy, so. Um. <laughs> Um, but the invitation is the word I'm going for. The invitation is always in all caps open. So literally, even if you feel like, like, girl, I thought of something, let me up on this show and say something. Okay, please, please, just saying. Um, so y'all, <laughs> we're hopping back on here, of course, to finish our conversation from last week. Before we do that, um, happy October. First and foremost, sorry, because I know your birthday was in September. So sorry, September's over now. But happy October, everybody. Um, one thing I didn't say, and I just feel the need to want to drop this um, in here. And at some point, I'll get somebody, uh, somebody really close to me that I'll have her to talk more about this. But September, y'all know I love to share with y'all like, oh, happy, you know, September, happy, you know, suicide prevention month, right? So <clears throat> September was also, not only was it suicide prevention um, and awareness month, um, but it was also a Hispanic heritage month. And then it was also um, life insurance awareness month, like literally national life insurance awareness month. And I thought that was really cool because... I had to make sure I didn't yell. Y'all, get life insurance. That's it. That, that's it. Just get a policy. That's it. It's, it's easy, especially talking about if I'm talking directly to a millennial right now, even to an elder, there are ways and times, and especially of the perilous times that we're in right now, they understand. So I don't think they're making it as hard, but I get it. I get it for certain folks with, as far as age or, you know, qualify, qualifying um, as far as like um, pre-existing conditions, like I get that that's a thing. And I, I will say that I know I can't speak to that because I, I don't know that per se. It was pretty, it was fairly easy for me to get my policy as well as one for my daughter. But um, y'all just get it. Jesus. I, that's a transparency moment on behalf of everybody you're addressing. Okay. Because <laughs> I definitely. That's right. I ain't called nobody out on my But it is really just a thing. Like it's, you know, like just a monthly to pay on it. And I mean, listen, and this is why I really want somebody to talk about it. Because what really sold me was that um, 
And I've learned, I've had life insurance policies before. And I know for, for a fact, once I learned that there's a difference between term and full, um, that I think, not I think, always, I had always had term life insurance policies. And so with what I have now, it's a full, right? Life, term, yeah, full term, Oof, Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that would much more benefit um, literally what I know for sure is like, and not that we get this for that, but I mean, I would think so like with insurance, it's, it's a little more uh, assurance than, um, than even what I'm thinking of like car insurance, right. That literally, you know, if I, you know, God forbid, but if I were to go like tomorrow, like, because I have been approved and my policy is like, is active, it, they would pay out. You get what I'm saying? Like, you know, so just things, because I mean, I know like in the past with us just not knowing stuff, it was around the same time I think that of me working was around uh, and like being offered that as a benefit, not understanding it, child, and people, oh yeah, okay. Um, you know, the funny thing is, and, and, and it's definitely my fault in being forgetful, because even though I don't have life insurance right now, I've definitely right. had it through, through employment. Right. So as I've been like now an entrepreneur, forgetting that, oh yeah, I gotta go do that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So and that's so mm-hmm. it's so good to to even for you to bring that up because the same here, right? Like, yeah. um, and it really was happenstance. Like I think I got it technically when I was still working. Yeah. Um, but and it wasn't through my employer. Like it was just a happenstance. And it what it is is like when it happened, it made me think about like, oh just not knowing how soon it was going to be, but like, oh, whenever I go to, you know, branch out um, on my own and really walk within my entrepreneurial journey. Right. Um, you know, this, I'm glad I kind of took You're this. You're already on it. I, I know, I'm saying at that moment. But you look, even back then, I was already on it and didn't know it, right? Right. But, um, and so just like things like that, because I'm, not, it, I'm so glad that you said that because of that point that I just made, but also reminds me of through my employer, I was introduced to, um, what's the commercial we used to always, Affleck. Mm-hmm. Affleck. Affleck has really like, I mean, and now I'm not like, I'm definitely far from like an insurance guru or anything, but um, they have policies where it's one, if I remember correctly, like it covers like child, they have something where like, if just something on disability, yeah, but like, even like, um, um, honestly, something more along the lines of like, not everyday issues, but something like that, like something more yeah. attainable, something more relatable, like, oh shoot, like if I already had that policy, so no, we didn't get the policies, I signed up for it, I was the only one, and literally all they needed was one other person in my organization to do it, and they would have went with it, um, and so I don't know why y'all, I'm staying here, but I'm going to stop right now, <laughs> because I just feel like it's so important, um, but... I need to hear it. Don't right? Like, I, I really hope so. I don't know who needs to hear this, but... Okay, right, right. <laughs> so, ooh, when I come in, y'all saw all my forehead. Y'all saw all of that? Y'all just got all that. Um, let me step back here. But <laughs> the, um, the with Affleck, I know it was something on some coverage that was like, oh, if we already had it, it w- I would have probably got like some payout or just some help even around like the pandemic. I, you know, something. I can't remember exactly to what extent, but it was just helpful. So all I'm saying, all of that to say, y'all, look into it. Look into AFLAC because of course you can get policies like on your own. I get that, you know, of course through employers and things like that, it would be, I'm sure like cheaper and probably maybe a little easier to just have somebody kind of take care of it. But still, 
it's still worth the conversation. At least you'll learn something out of that conversation. And that's why I really look forward to getting um, who really turned into, she's a friend of mine now. And she it really was just, I told y'all about her a while ago that literally just met her. I think I signed up for something online and she was like following up with it. And then here we were just talking and catching up. And now I know for sure she's going to be at my wedding. I'm going to be at hers. Like, hey, Chris. Hey, Chris. It's Chris, y'all. Um, but yeah, so I'm sorry, y'all. I took, I took us on a tangent. If you see me lean out the camera. Yeah. Just know I'm taking care of business. <laughs> Cause I was I'm I was eating oodles and noodles. And you know if they sit too long. I'm hollering, girl, take it. You can hold them right in front of you. I'm not worried about none of that. No, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that you better, you better than me, because I'm saying I'm right now. Y'all gonna catch me one hungry day. It almost probably would have been today. Thank God for so I started taking these like I'm gonna call them health shots. Um, cause I, they're new to me. They're, these ones are my bolt house. I said, I'm going to start trying like different ones or somebody like Trader Joe's and stuff like that. But the ones I found right at shop, right are by bolt house. I think the same ones that make the, not the naked juice, but the, you know, the bolt house one. Yeah. Um, and so they make them that one is for digestion. One is for metabolism. One is for, uh, energy. One is for, I think one is just called wellness. Like, I think it was like five different ones. I think I tried. And so the one I took today, y'all, was the metabolism one. And when I say I almost ate a live horse in the hood. <laughs> and I've been doing so good, y'all, because another side of y'all, it's just rambling day. Okay. I'm going to just ramble today. <laughs> and that's okay. Okay, good. Thank you. My goodness. I might today. need to hear it. <laughs> <laughs>
That's it. Like he loved, like he, when I finally worked up the nerve to go talk to him on Monday, because like I said before, I had sent a long message kind of just explaining myself like, hey, I'm really glad to, because I was honestly, and this is full transparency, full disclosure, trying to see like, I know a trainer and I know like Jade, boom, I said like, oh, this is what you work out with? Okay, cool. I'll look into him. But also hearing the word trainer, you know, you all make think like, baby, I ain't got it, but I'm a trainer. All right. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so yeah. start with a trainer. He he accepts donations through cash in, which means he ain't looking for you to pay nothing. Like show up, like he wants people that want to be healthy, and he has an, a crazy story. I really might try to see how he feels about like getting on here, since I don't even want to go ahead and tell his story. Like he has a not crazy story, sorry, a good story, like crazy good stories. What I meant, like and so like he shared that, and so what I saw like what lit him up and what moved him was when I well, like I said when I finally worked up the nerve to talk to him on Monday when I was just going around because what I do is. But what I had been doing kind of here and there um, was once I dropped Sydney off to school, going around Lake Montebello. And I would tell myself, like, all right, because going around, like, just the high school track, girl, to get up to six miles was a little, was a little redundant. Um, <laughs> so by the lake being, like, almost a mile and a half itself, it's like, oh, shoot, if I go around here a couple times, literally, like, at least four times, that's five and a half miles. If I go around yeah. here five times, you know, I'm over six miles, like, bet, you know? And so go to your own pick, whatever. And so I worked myself up, boom, went to talk to him. And what I saw would lit him up was, like, when he was just like, well, he either, I don't even remember the question, but I know it was, like, kind of like a, you know, what's bringing you out here? Or, you know, what's your goals? That's what it was. And so literally I felt like my first thought I wanted to say, like, oh, you know, I want to boom, you know, squeeze this back in some, you know, <laughs> boom, get this belly in a little bit, boom, arms lit. But it didn't come out. I was like, I want to be healthy. Like I legit just want to be healthier. And he was just like, it was like a proud dad moment. <laughs> like it was so bright, lit him up. So like that's really what he's about. It's like promoting that and just wants people mm-hmm. to do it. Like he's literally out there every day and I plan to be out there with him every day what I learned is that he has so it's come out there at five or like five fifteen, and that's like the pre-workout baby and then his class starts at 6 45 that's what it is and I had it backwards I thought we would be done at 6 45 so I haven't been out so I said on the weekends excuse me I'll do the pre or whatever and he encourages people like to go around do their like let's too somewhere in there and then get the class done at six forty. I mean do the class at six forty five, which I can do like on Saturdays and Sundays because by the time I gotta go and take Sydney. But um, child, listen. And then so what I do is I go to his the past few days and going to the class at five, right? Go take Sydney to school. It's a lot of back and forth, but whatever. That's why I know I better have an A and better be skinny by Sunday. Um, <laughs> take her to school tomorrow. Girl, okay, no, that's what I said. <laughs> Listen, I, give me three of them by tomorrow. I'll be good. Um, and so three apes. That's all. So, girl, then though, I, after I drop her from school, then I go back to Lake Montebello and do my five and a half miles. Like, I am trying. So. All of that to say for everyone out there, listen, baby, get into okay. it. I told myself in the month of October, because um, when I was tripping lately and just gained these like five to 10 pounds that I've just been teeter-tottering with, I was tripping, like eating candy crazy and eating just whenever I felt like it. I think even probably times even when I wasn't hungry, like crazy, just doing stuff like, girl, no, what are you doing? So I had told myself like, listen, no candy. No juice or soda because you know I really don't drink soda anyway. So juice was my thing. I had gotten back to juice. That was another thing because I had done pretty good. I think I told you this, Jazz, that I had done. I had done pretty good a little while ago and took myself off the juice, but mm-hmm. I got back to it. And so I was like 
ODing on it. <laughs> yeah. My problem is that damn going almost dead I I know, man. I get it. And it's like just wing yourself out because I will all right, don't want to fight me, but people that like soda, I get that really do not want to um hear. But I ain't gonna lie, I'm I guess I'm crazy enough about water that I don't mind not the regular seltzer water, but like the flavored ones or something like they mm-hmm. actually do it. Like when you like just need that, yeah. you know, yeah. like they kind of do it. So just just consider it because I really just be craving that burn. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And I've and I have gone the sparkling water route. Okay. But then my flow likes actual soda. So yeah. she'd be like, uh-uh, this ain't cherry Coke. This ain't vanilla Coke. This ain't Pepsi. What are you doing? Listen, I get it. And then but even if you try to be like, because now I don't know about nobody else's because I know mine, she won't, she won't like leading up to it. It ain't just during the time, right? But just when that, like if you can fight it, because I know for me, I'll, because I'm always in my head and in my thoughts. So I'll be like, okay, is this one time, like say if, while you're working out and you'd be like, oh, I want to quit. But it's like, okay, do I really want to quit just because I want to just be done with it? Or am I really like at my wit's end? I ain't at my wit's end, so keep pushing. So then this other thing, like as far as like healthier habits, same thing, like, okay, do I, you know, really want like, do I really, really need it? Because I get it. Sometimes I'd be like, no, I need it right now. This is what I want. This is what I need. Um, And so then, you know, given there only, and then the other times we're like, all right, I can probably use all. Like, all right. I'm gonna see. You know what I mean? Especially, yeah. I know a trick I had to try, like, start tricking myself. Um, I probably shouldn't say it like that. Okay, but <laughs> trick yourself. I don't know if does that mean tricking? I don't know, but moving on. Well, earlier when you said tripping, I really thought you said stripping. <laughs> <laughs> I really had to replay it in my mind, like, wait, what? <laughs> Oh, okay. I said, I said it's about, but, um, but yes, yeah, so, but I legit like would trick myself and to be like, like when I thought I wanted to be on soda, cause I really have never really like been on soda, but I do have my, my kicks, but I'd be like, I want soda. I want it a lot yeah. or whatever. And so I would tell myself like, drink, drink water first and then you had the soda. And then you'd be like, oh, well, I didn't push my thirst, man. All right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I've done that. Right. So just, you know, it's things and I'm not, it's not even just like on you. I'm just like literally just wanted to throw it out there because I just. It's so funny because I get it and I appreciate it though because I need to hear it. Accountability. Man, for real. For real. Like, yeah, it's it's somebody, um, while I was out there Monday, this, uh, this girl, her mom, they were going around. I love it. Her mom was, um, kept saying like, she wanted her daughter just get in shape and it wasn't like a bashful kind of like way, you know, like bashing, not bashful, but bashing her. It was just like, yeah, well, I can shape. I can see her shape. She messed up and even said she could see a shape in me. She was like, for whatever reason, I can see shapes in people. I'm like, so y'all know why I said if she saw that I had a big butt. And, um, <laughs> and girl, why, why I did it? Y'all know the problem. a mile away, girl. Listen, okay, you know, that's what I believe. That's the problem. Um, why I did the pose? Y'all know the pose that all the models are here doing. And you like you saying what you turn and you little off. <laughs> I ain't gonna do it. <laughs> and so I did that because I was like, you can say it for real, like don't fuck my head up. But anywho, but um, so like me and like the girl and I like we were talking a lot, so we exchanged numbers and we're just saying like we want to encourage each other. And um, but she works like, so she's a nurse, so I get that. And so she wound up changing when she was gonna come out that next day when I started the 5 a.m. um classes. And so she wound up texting me though, at least I appreciate that. She was like, you know what, I'm gonna do my off days, I don't know about you know, doing yeah. it on the work, which I get. Because y'all, when I tell you on Tuesday, 
Baby, I drove from my house to Lake Montebello. From Lake Montebello, I had to drop off my little my baby sister's laptop in Dundalk. From Dundalk, then I went home. Y'all, I live behind Forest Park. So people in Baltimore, y'all should be able to follow. So went home. From home, then took Sydney. Sydney schools over on Edison Highway. Took her to school and then came back home. I was dead. <laughs> just just well, home. Before, what time? Huh? Oof. Sound like it was early. Oh, before she, she got to school by eight o'clock. So um, three out, like, uh, listen. Mm. Not even dead. So, what did they say? You the real MVP. Because <laughs> <laughs> I would not. Listen, because I that'd be the thing. That's the reason why I really want to just pushing people now. Because I'm like, child, it's something in me now that's like, I think I'm gonna get it. I think what I believe is like, because me and a girl, we were joking about this, and it keeps making it please playing, keeps playing in my mind that it was like, because she wound up saying it, and I was like, girl, I say that all the time. I'm like, God didn't want me to be skinny, which ain't like that's the goal, but still, like, you know, to have some banging body, but I was like, God knew better, because I would have really probably just been that way when I was younger, like. Uh, and so the fact that he was just like nope and so now I feel like it, he could have probably been saying it all the time but I feel like definitely now it's like if you work for it you can have it like alright all right, I'm gonna I'm a work for it alright boom but you know also too you got a lot of time on your hands now that you that's didn't have before that's what so I'm saying it, it, it lends you to be able to get into things that you always wish you had more time to do talk about it Jazz that's yeah. so good that's exactly, it. and that's what I love. So for anybody that is considering, because I don't know about, and, and Jazz, please wait on this, because especially as of lately, but, and I've seen an influx of it since I've even resigned, but um, as, I mean, like this week alone, like people that are considering or really want to, or even their situation looks like it's about to be, of them like leaving their, you know, current place of employment, like it's, and I jokingly will say, yeah. like, y'all don't ask me, because I'm going to tell you, Get up out of there. Step out on faith. Like, I'm telling you. Like, literally, I ain't never felt like this before ever in my life. I always been obsessed with having a job, but I'm like, yo, the free trying to go back. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even know how to do it. Period. Like, I don't want to be going for no 40 hours a week. Yes. If I do work, I could see me doing a part-time. Right, right. I'll give you a little something. Where I literally am, because the thing is, is like ever since this pandemic is over, and it's probably always been a thing, and I'm sure we were a part of it as well. Everybody I know who work is tired. Tired. Like, mother ever tired. Like, like, fully are like not with it at all. And, like, of course, some people like their jobs and they're not going to quit. But still, the drain is there, you know, where when I talk to them, it's like, I feel bad. Right, exactly, right? Exactly. Exactly. Oh, my goodness. So good. And this really ties into, like, so so to remind us, sorry, y'all, because um, I know I still ain't even, get, let me get back to our moment and all that, but we're still in good, good flow of conversation. I'm so excited. But, um, like, I always just remind you of, like, the topic even for today, which is the same as last week. Like, I'm in a tough space on a tough spot, but, right? And so this ties all into that. So anybody that feels as though you're in a if you feel as though you're in a tough spot right now, it just mm-hmm. as far as, don't think of anything else, but as far as your working or employment or income scenario and situation, honey, listen, 
Good morning, baby. It's not morning. It's evening. It's not morning. What's going on? How are you feeling? You all right? What bonnet do you have? Is that Princess Sydney? <gasps> Princess Jason just asked about you. Hey, Princess Sydney. Yeah. I miss Princess Jasmine. <laughs> oh, you put a miss on my name. Okay. Miss Princess Sydney. I'll take it. Okay, you got all your everything? Got all the combs and stuff for your dog babies? Okay, you got your phones? That's for you. Oh, these are for you. Okay, well, be careful combing it. And that's how I know I'm not a young adult no more. I'm a real adult. <laughs> Girl? Okay, well, yeah. Miss... <laughs> I don't even like it like when I'm in the stores or like out like customer service people ma'am like no don't jazz do not be like that I'm telling you from somebody like me that is not to say you're not but I'm just saying like it's literally for me it's always coming from just a place of respect I loathe almost loathe I think I could really use that term and mean it when like older women like and you're just older or whatever like and I just like, because I say no ma'am or yes ma'am on a regular basis. Like I say to Sydney, to the cat, I mean, I don't like, and they don't come, oh my, girl, 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 and you're older, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, don't. I, I have been called ma'am a lot in my places of work, though. You know, but even miss or, you know, lady, whatever. Miss, but like out in the world where I'm just like out doing my young thistle. <laughs> Doing my young thing, trying to be young still. Oh, somebody hit me with a ma'am. Listen, wildberry okay. flavored water, baby girl. Oh, holler. Oh. Yes, wildberry flavored water, period. I think I have it. Oh, for the cherry coke. Is that going to give me the same? <laughs> yeah. I okay. think, um, is it the, by Deer Park? I think that's who I'm thinking about, like mm -hmm. the flavored water. Oh, hey, Dad. <laughs> he said good evening daughter just saying hi and have a good show thank you dad he even said would that be a shout out lol oh, <laughs> I guess it is because you definitely said hey dad <laughs> <laughs> oh my lord y'all I'm telling y'all right now I'm not I'm not signing up I, somebody, I'm telling y'all no I'm giving y'all a random heads up if my parents get an iPhone which I believe is going to happen but now my dad I actually think he's getting the newer, like Samsung, the slick one, the flip one. Um, it's definitely but y'all better be the ones to go help them figure it out. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. So <laughs> he just asked if this is a shout out. I'm not. I'm not helping with no phone. But um, I think I think I know what you're talking about, Sean. I think that I've tried that wildberry flavored water. Um, I think it's by Deer Park though. It's like really good. I I'm I'm weird though. I have weird taste buds. I like the lime flavored one too. I can see that being like a sprite. Okay, <laughs> but right, that's really? the way you got. Yes, I only I'm only going for the ones that I could correlate with a real soda. <laughs> Listen, you know what I'm saying? It's crazy because I haven't had them in a little while, so I'll probably get around to getting them. I usually like would keep them kind of in the house enough to be like, oh, I want a little fizzle, you know, want a little burn. So, boom. Um, I, yeah, it I reminds me. I'm sorry, I cut you. No, go ahead. That actually kind of hurt, but I like it. <laughs> <laughs> wait, babe, we talking about life now. <laughs> yeah, wait, 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 what is going on with me? That's a mouthful, though. Is this my really toxic trait? <laughs> My toxic trait is I like to feel a little bird every day. <laughs> Probably though, like that's the thing, and it's it's funny because 
we, it's, I guess it's one that we all share. Well, a lot of us, I'm sorry, I won't put it on y'all. If it don't relate to you, sorry. But um, it's a, I guess it's a toxic trait that we share because, you know, who doesn't? Okay. Look, look at, look at daddy. Is he speaking of toxic? Yeah. 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 Help him learn his phone. No, not doing uh, it. but yeah like I um that's so many of us like and then I mean I will make it all deep not going there today y'all but just saying y'all know where out here in the world we be seeing posts and people talking about who's like addicted to their own trauma and you know Mm -hmm. and things like it all relates some kind of way we know this you know this you know you I mean, and all that a lot and, and understand that. So that's exactly. really weird, like how it be. Like, I guess we have toxic health. So I read, oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead, go ahead. I was reading a book. Mm-hmm. I can't remember the name of it. I wish I could have name dropped right there. Like right. That. But anyway, I have, I have the book. I just okay. don't remember what it's called. But the, it says that we actually do get trapped in a trauma cycle where we will um it's all we know essentially or it's what we we know the potential outcomes attached to that specific type of reliving of our trauma most of us relive our childhood trauma through our romantic relationships so if we had parents who were neglectful we nine times out of ten might or or we have been abandoned or risk or had parents pass away in our childhood we become we get in relationships with people who are emotionally unavailable Mm -hmm. and so it's always a thing where it's like but it's triggering for you but these are the people who you somehow keep drawing yourself to even though you can most of us with the whole red flags we see those red flags we just don't want to acknowledge them because we want that closeness with whoever that person may be, it could be lying through physical attraction, but most of the time it's lying through loneliness and just not wanting to be alone. And here is this person who is offering themselves to me, even though it's not really what I want. And I know that they're probably going to potentially hurt me, going to do it anyway, you know? That's good. That's good, Jazz. I, uh, <laughs> so I, I legit said earlier, I said the Something along those lines, and it was because it was a video of, and I don't know how many people have seen this. Um, I had just seen it a little bit ago. Uh, a video of a mother recording, like her daughter. She told her daughter that she was going for like a sleepover, and then it was her dad. Her dad that she hasn't seen in almost ten years. Um, and the, as far as I, because first I was confused, but as far as I can tell, like the post, she said that the, the mother is saying that she left when her daughter was two weeks old, but still, I guess. And then later on in the, because I guess it's like the video, the compilation of the video, like her story. Um, and I swear all this ties in. <clears throat> um, and so her story, like you have to kind of read through. So some one post is like a screenshot of what he posted. And so I'll get to my thoughts about that. Because I'm like the whole video, like takes me through this roller coaster, like of emotions about probably like each person, the mother, the father, and for the baby. And was this on YouTube? I, it might have been. I don't know. I just I just posted on my stories. So I don't know. Wait, okay. originally, I've only seen it on IG. So okay. you know, I barely be on YouTube. So <laughs> I don't know what's on <laughs> But um, So, yeah. So the, the mother, and so she posts that. And so I, again, I'll probably, I don't know, I might delve into this 
another time because I got a lot to say about it. And I'm not gonna lie. I honestly might dedicate most of it to, to, to responding to it. But um just to mention though of what you said, because I, I made mention of that it was scary because in the a short piece about it is that in it it shows that of course so he his post like I said that she reposted it said like um that he wasn't mature enough I guess that basically like, to even try to be a father like once the mother like had left when she was two when the daughter was two weeks old and then um later on it shows like well he fell off again but here six months later like he's trying again and all of that <clears throat> and so um it just, it made me think about like, it showed, it showed them again meeting up. And I was just like, oh, wow. You know, this, the daughter, like how, of course, like people talk about like daughter is just gonna fall to her father's arms or whatever. And so it's like, but uh, the toxicity and that, and just it, it automatically, it made me think of like, oh, her dating life. Like it made me like literally like do a little, say a little prayer for her dating life. Like, Lord, please don't let that baby fall into a cycle of, you know, dating somebody that is emotionally unstable, emotionally unavailable, because this is her circumstance with her dad. And it, I, again, I got a lot to say about it, so I'm, I'm really not going to go into it. But just the last point about it is that it disturbed me of, I don't understand, like, the posts from parents that are showing, like, their kid, like, very upset, like, crying, said whatever. And so it showed a, a bit of that. And so one, a couple different times, it shows, like, when she's crying, the mother's recording and asking her to repeat herself or whatever. But either way, it just shows, like, that the daughter's hurt, you know? So it's mm-hmm. like, I, I, I get where I guess we could get stuck in these cycles, but then it takes us back to the, well, I'm in a tough spot. But, so if you're in a tough spot, but try your best to work on self so much that you are not only worried about breaking the generational curses over your family, but you're breaking these generational or these uh, toxic cycles over yourself that you, of course, did not ask to be a part of, but you've been, you know, kind of drafted into. And now you can still get yourself, you know, you can call yourself into it. We all um, say or heard the phrase of like, you know, I didn't ask to be here. Or you hear somebody fussing about some kids, like they didn't ask to be here and you need to do this for them. But even if you were drafted into it, we were drafted into this life that we have, but we can absolutely and have, we have the power and we really have the responsibility and divine obligation to make it a better life, even though we were drafted into it. You know what I mean? So it's just, I wanted to come back to that point of where you said about just the the cycles and the relationships, because that's all I thought about. It's like, oh Lord, how um, the relationships we have with our parents or that we experience in our childhood, you know, directly correlates with the relationships that we have in our adulthood. And it's like, okay, how do I, how do I make sure that this ain't you no know, repeated thing? I don't, I don't want this cycle, you know, break the cycle or really, I didn't break the cycle, recreate the cycle. That should be tip of the week. Recreate the cycle. You see a cycle, you acknowledge the fact that you're in a cycle, um, that you have been in a cycle. If it's a cycle that you see within your family, so then you're seeing that it's a generational curse. Because I do wonder for those that are out there that believe like, well, I ain't breaking no generational curses. That ain't nothing on my family. There are some out there and I get it. If you really ask me, I believe that we all do. I, the, the, where we are in life right now, I really believe that everybody, especially millennials, that it's on all of us to break some generational curse that is on our family. Now, the question is, if you think that, like we talked about last week, as far as we were like, oh, haters, haters, I ain't have no haters, but it was like, I just didn't acknowledge them. Apparently, I had some. Yeah. Then once I realized, like, oh, shoot, I do have haters, you know? And then, Sometimes so they ain't your family. Listen, 
They are all over. They come in all shapes, sizes, and relationships. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Amen. I was going to say, too, about what you said. That, um... Dag, never mind. Sorry. Because I actually wanted to say something else at the end of what I said. Okay. And I was like, well, I'm a Lebanese ago. And look at me. I guess my toxic trait was I was listening, but I was still trying to hold on to my thought. <laughs> Girl, you wonder why Grace on phone with uh, puts a note in so fast. I ain't, I ain't even about to act like I'm being dependent on my mind. I don't need to depend on it most of the time, any of the time, actually. But um, well, yeah, just but until you get your point. No, but, no. I, I think that it is important when you decide or recognize that you have generational curses that you need to break. Mm-hmm. I think that this is a somewhat not unpopular opinion, or maybe it is a popular opinion, but there's a lot of people who also disagree with this statement that I'm about to make. <laughs> I think it's both sides is very popular, but I think that if you decide that you need to break generational curses, nine times out of 10, you might have an estranged relationship or a strange relationship with your family. Mm-hmm. And I do think it's important to take that time to heal. And I do think it's important to take time to heal alone mm-hmm. without having to constantly keep going around something that you haven't fully overcome because every time you go around it, it potentially can re-trigger you. Mm-hmm. And so till you work through <clears throat> whatever issues, and I'm not saying like, don't ever talk to him again. But if you can take a month, two months, maybe right. some weeks, or you space it out throughout, like, or if you were always always making yourself available to people who triggered you, mm-hmm. then taking that time to yourself to try to give yourself some balance mm-hmm. where you're not constantly giving yourself, and that's the whole thing with tying into the self love of putting yourself first and not putting everyone else before you. And I do think that it is really common that people, uh, some people do it with friends, some people do it with family. They put their family before themselves. And so they never are able to take time for themselves because they're constantly showing up for their family in so many different ways. And it may not just be, it could be one family member, but it could be multiple family members, especially if you are that type of person, which I think that people who tend to need the self-love journey the most are people who are people pleasers. And because the thing is, is that when you're a people pleaser, whether you and other people intend to or not, Mm -hmm. they sometimes take advantage of that. And so it's a thing where it's like, oh yeah, I know this person is going to say yes. So I'm going to be they're, I'm going to always go to them, you know? And so it's now they're taking advantage of the fact that they know that you'll say yes when they could ask other people, but it would be easier to come ask the people pleaser because they're going to do it. Meanwhile, the people pleaser is doing it, but may not want to or may not have time to or may not feel like it or may have their own things just going on that they would rather focus on on their own yeah. without having to deal with other people's stuff. That's good. And so, that's good. But with your family, you know. Yeah, right. depending on that, depending on, but I also think that it depends on the family because you know, different people got different stuff. Right, exactly. Everybody's ain't just like, oh, my family is. They always arguing. Mm-hmm. You got people that had pedophiles in their family. You got people who 
who might have been physically abused and may transfer over into adult life is verbal abuse. Mm -hmm. And so maybe they're not putting their hands on you no more, but they costing you out and making you feel small and things like that. And so I do feel like it's always circumstantial, you know, because there's so many different circumstances. And sometimes some people make comments on things and they don't realize or think about all of the possibilities. And while their situation might have been hard, someone could have had a much harder situation. Mm, That's good. That's good, Jess. Um, I made a, uh, I made a couple notes because um, I knew I would, <clears throat> I knew we'll keep saying stuff. I'm like, oh, oh, that's good. So I made notes of like what I thought about saying in the beginning of what you said when you were talking about isolation and like doing it by yourself. And so that is where y'all know it's never going to be a show where I don't mention uh, self reflection. <laughs> I was about to say meditation, but self reflection. Because uh, it's self, it's self. It's all about self. It's not being selfish. It's not even about being selfless. It's about finding that balance between the two. So the common denominator is self between selfish, which is the far end of the scale, or selfless, which is the other end of the scale. The right in the middle is self. Worry about self. Take care of self. Love self. <laughs> um, so. <clears throat> Like, and so when you are doing your self-reflection, that is your time because isolation can be a period of time. So like uh, for believers, like God, when God's dealing with you, there is a point of isolation where if he, you know, and we know it's in his time. And so he can isolate you and have you talk about the wilderness and all of that, like just in different places and where he's dealing with you, where he's molding you and shaping you and preparing you for your next season for a season, anything he's doing. So of course it's always better and better and better. So everything is elevation. Um, and so, you know, it's, it's, it's like, a, like she said, it's like taking um, heed to that isolation because what the note that I made is isolation is a blessing. There's a blessing in being by yourself. There's a blessing in being forced to do nothing else, but to look in a mirror at your bare self. When is the last time Listen, I know I don't mind being a TMI queen. When is the last time you have ever stood in the mirror bare, completely bare, and just looked at yourself? And, and right? You know what I mean? Like, and not only that, because it's levels to everything. So then when is the last time that you ever looked at yourself at yourself completely bare in the mirror and not necessarily complain, but then but at least made a, a plan of action? Like, so instead of, because a lot of us, we can look at a man and be like, oh, I hate that. Oh, my, oh, my, oh, my, uh, got it. I'm queen of got it. But it got to a place where it's just like, all right, well, oh, you know what? I'm going to work on, okay. Mm-hmm. I'm going to try to see if I can, okay, that on my face. All right, cool. Like, I'm a, just different things. Like, I'm at least, like, and that's still not, I guess it's halfway there. That's still not where we all need to be because truthfully, we need to be looking in the mirror and really being able to see ourselves, one, definitely believers, like understanding to be able to see ourselves the way God sees us, which is in his perfect image. Like when is another question is when have you been able to look in the mirror completely there and just love on yourself, like legit love on yourself. And then even to that, I'm going to keep rolling as soon as these questions keep coming popping in my mind. Thank you. Lord. You want me to answer them? Oh, you you absolutely can. But this last one is when is the last time you ever looked in the mirror and not not only looking in the mirror and like not glorifying yourself, but you know appreciating yourself, but and appreciating things that are not 
mapped out as far as like societal beauty. So society says like, okay, I got this, you know, boom, okay, I got this, or okay, because that's what they're looking for. No, like what is it about just you that you have been able to just sit in awe and look at in the mirror like you know so that question is for everyone but jazz definitely if you um oh i'm sorry last thing like before you answer this question earlier when you talked about um when you said people pleasers a note that i made is uh people pleasers please remember that you're people too yeah that's from one people pleaser to another and i love people pleaser right Right. I have a mission of my people pleasing because I really have done a pretty good. I feel like I've done a full 180. I don't I don't know if I, I might be getting there. So I might be like a good 160, 175, you know, degrees of making a turnaround from being a, a total, you know, 100 percent people pleaser. And so doing that turnabout. Um, and getting to a place of like, yeah, bending over backwards, but really I've been forced to. God has definitely snatched or removed some resources and and the fluff that I may have had or the cushion I may have had before to be able to be the people pleaser. So a lot of it is usually tied to, you know, monetary and financial, you know, just helping and this and that or time. Either one, those two are very expensive. Your money is very expensive, but your time is very expensive as well as your energy. So even if you didn't go to the place where you were going to help this person and pay for something, at the least, your energy that you may have wasted, ended up wasting, um, that you sat there beating yourself up like, dang, I should have I showed up for them with that. That enough, you have paid a very high bill with your energy, your time, and all your money. Three expensive things, and you've got to guard them with everything that you have. So, sorry, back to... You answer those questions. I was definitely to piggyback off of that real quick. I've definitely, I've definitely been an inner as far as friends in some family. Um, I've been an energy giver, right? Mm-hmm. Constantly coming when people wanted me to come, even if I didn't want to come for whatever it was. <laughs> and most times, I'm actually, even though I'm a social person, I actually really. Like I'm lazy. <laughs> oh my god, I'm so lazy. And so most of the time, and 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 in my mind, I'm like, oh, I don't want to be stingy. But I've always kind of carried this thing within myself, and I'm just kind of trying to accept it and lean more into it now. Of uh, I used to, people ask me to come do them a favor, come help. I'll come, but I didn't want to. Mm. But I'm starting to try to lean into because I'm absolutely a giver, mm-hmm. but when I offer it, that's when I'm willing to do it. You know, okay. <laughs> like, yes, I've offered it to you. I'm that type of friend. I'm not gonna wait for someone to ask me. I pay attention to what people need, mm-hmm. and if they seem like they may need assistance, I'll offer myself. That's good. Yeah. That's good. I that's used good. to do. I offer myself, and I came when I was asked. So then it was like, dang, I've already offered myself. <laughs> and that's overexerting yourself. And if you'll allow me to speak to just the part where you said you're lazy and that spoke to me because of the conversation I'm saying that I had with the girl who I was going to work out with um, that I met just, just Monday. And we got into that, talking about that. And it really it instantly when she said it, it was something I know I've said and realized about myself, but instantly when she said it, it made me think about it in a totally different way. I swear, like, instantly it was a download. It was legit, like, a God download. And I was just like, it's not your laziness that you give 
so much. So then that's Good your way of like reviving and just, mm-hmm. you know, rele- releasing, resting, whatever the case may be, because I, I honestly mostly press and push about the idea around, you know, um, pressing on a part of that is resting you know mm-hmm. like so it's like I the same thing I'll be like I'm being lazy today like I, no it's because you give so much on a regular basis especially if it's energy that's the thing so it may not be something tangible that somebody can see that you have given and that you've overextended yourself and overexerted yourself but you have just based off the energy alone even if you're sitting there like I said contemplating of should I go I mean well they ask but I see that any uh, that, that that's energy already that you've given them Whereas, like, think of like breakups and somebody, usually like an older woman or something, said, like, girl, you sitting here crying about him and he ain't even thinking about you, like that type thing. Like, I'm sitting here exerting my energy trying to figure out, like, oh, do I show up for this person? I don't really feel like it. And they over there, like, either really probably figuring it out on their own, but you know, you have a point. So I just wanted to put that and in. And some people don't even be thinking twice about it. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing that I had to remind myself, or that I constantly have to remind myself, everybody doesn't think like me. And where I'm constantly thinking about someone else's inconvenience, some people very much only think about their own inconveniences and they're not thinking about nobody else or what they got going on because they already got a lot of stuff going on. And not to say that that's a bad thing. I really feel like having a balance between those two worlds is important, whether you are the person who is constantly given or the person that's constantly focused on yourself. Because while that is good, you also have to make sure that you show up for other people. You can't just have people showing up for you Absolutely. for things and you just taking, taking, taking and no give back. Cause that's a part of the give back is showing gratitude for the things that people have done for you. Uh-huh. And, that's, and that's, that's so good. Cause I'm sure somebody is probably thinking like, cause you know, five seconds, five seconds ago, I just said like, Oh, it's about, you know, self. And so to, mm-hmm. to bring that to where, what you just said, to, to put that together for somebody that might be struggling to put that together for themselves. Um, look, what, what you've been saying, I don't know who needs to hear this, <laughs> but <laughs> working on self as you build yourself up, it's an automatic thing that you, once you fill a cup, and it gets to the point where it is beyond its limit. It's going to pour out. The thing is about filling yourself up so much with good things. So you don't want to overpour a, a mug of hot tea or for coffee loves or hot coffee. And that spills out and pours all over and, you know, burns you and things like that. But it's not so bad if you happen to have over poured a water, a glass of water. Like, all right, bad. It's just water. Boom. Dry it up. Cool. No, tea, coffee. Now I love tea, so just saying. But tea, coffee. You know what I mean. I'm kind of beating my coffee and the wine with a coffee drinker. But no judgment, y'all. Yeah, um, <laughs> but you know, if that pours over just by it being hot, and then whatever you, whatever other content you put in it. So follow me when you when you think of as far as what you're putting in yourself, what you're filling yourself up with, what you're listening to, what you are reading, what you're seeing, you know, what you're watching, what you are thinking about, what you surround yourself with. Um, and that does, that goes back to us touching even like on family. And um, and so it, it ties into so my dad. So so Ben, um, I'm gonna just call out my name because that's easier for for viewers. Um, his comment is Benny, give this message to Jazz. <laughs> Regardless if it's family, no one, and I mean no one, can do more than you allow. Facts. I don't know who taught him this facts thing, but whatever. Um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. 
right? Okay. Like that's there. There's a point there, and then there's also the the trauma side too that people do. That's where the trauma comes because you could just be sitting there as an innocent bystander. There, here's somebody bringing their trauma and drama to you. But mm-hmm. there is a point that no one, for the most part, like no one can allow. I mean, can do more than you allow. And you know, because you get to a point of being like, hey, you know, I'm going to go inward. I'm going to work on self. So that's what I'm saying as far as whatever you hear, see, watch. Uh, you know, listen to hearing, uh, dealing with, surrounding yourself with, that's your choice, guys. Um, For me, it was always friends. Like, my friends were my family because I've never been that close to my family. And so I kind of built a family within my friendships Mm -hmm. and spent most of my time with them. I feel like my family never really seemed like they wanted to be around well, that, they didn't want to hang out with me they but they would call me to do favors and stuff like yeah. oh can you give me a ride can you loan me some money stuff like that but I, luckily for me I usually don't got no money to give so that's like <laughs> I told you about being yeah. a place where I don't even have no resources to help that is a very good point. It's actually, it was about to be a, a point I was getting to. We're going to get right back into that after our commercial break. So be right back, y'all. Train has certified over 10,000 students in 10 years. We can renovate over 10,000 houses in 10 years. This is the Inner City Trade School Project, sponsored by Get With The Program. It's our time, and it's our turn. I feel like once we address once we address the needs of the students, we can ensure that they'll be successful in the program. The, the, the main idea is to know the safety of the program. Black Lives Matter? Yes. yes. We're going to show you how much Black Lives Matter because we have a solution to the problem. This school will help change the mindset of our young Black men. And that's what we're trying to bring pride back to our community. Substance use, anger management, um, mental health. So here at the Inner City Trade School, that's what we're uh, trying to build. That's what we're trying to create, an environment for our people to thrive. Shout out anything and sponsor one of the great shows that's going to be on Beats Radio. 
am back. We are back from commercial break. And so right before um, we went on commercial, we got into talking about like getting back to like family and family and friends rather. And mm-hmm. so even for, and for other people, I understand there are, I mean, just the fact that we're all different. So there are people out here that say, you know, friends aren't, don't become their family. They're able to keep that, you know, it's boundaries and people have their different boundaries. Or I think of like lines, like, you know how we were learning to write. And so they're like the bolder lines. So you learn to like trace those. And then they're like the skinnier ones and the skinniest ones. So it's like, I guess some people like they have their boundary lines, right? Some people like, nope, it is family or friends. That's it. You know, or nope, I, you know, go to work. And these are my coworkers, these are not friends or whatever. And that's fine. You know, more power. Some, yeah, some people don't even like, some people don't extend themselves for friends at all. They only right. extend themselves for family. Right, right. I know exactly. people like that. Uh-huh. And that's that's what I was getting to. Exactly. Yeah. And like, even and just what, and so even in that, like whatever your environment is that you decide to extend yourself, because I don't want anybody to feel like you left out on this here show here, okay? There's somebody somewhere, all of us, that is somewhere that you are overextending yourself. Even an extension, and I think, I guess from time to time, can keep it healthy. And that's the point of like a healthy balance. That is the whole point of life is learning how to juggle and to balance. There's going to be some things on this side that it might seem like there are more in quantity, but then there are things on this side that are more in what I say, quantity, quality on the other side, right? So quantity over quality, and then you want to keep, you know, and just figure out the balance of it. So it's like, how are you juggling 20 things on this hand, but you only have seven over here? Like, okay, because listen, these 20 things, you know, they kind of add up to, to these 77 are like my solid core, you know, morals, foundations, and, you know, things like that. I'm not foundations, but foundation. Um, and so, or foundational you know, just things that that matter. And so you want to be sure to do that. So for the people that are in the tough space, y'all know first and foremost, I'm going to always tell you, like, seek your higher power, seek your higher being. That is the God who created you. I'm just letting you know. Okay? And if you really want to know something good, it's definitely through Jesus Christ. But, you know, okay. um, I respect diversity. But, you know, like, you, if, if you do nothing else, you have to seek. You have to do that. And that is in your meditation and your prayer. And, you know, reading the, the word um, that correlates with the belief that you have. Um, understanding that at times it takes sacrifice. So it's going to be sometimes where you can't do everything that you want to do. Y'all, that is all, that is my daily lesson. So it's something. And so even that's finding the balance of like when we talked about earlier of, you know, when we call it lazy, but it really could just be, it could be um, a revamp, a revive. Um, and then, but it's finding out like the same thing of like when we're talking about the soda thing, it's like, all right, figure out if it's, do I really, 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 really need this right now? Or is it one of those, like, all right, I kind of want it. It's the same thing as far as like, all right, I want to procrastinate yeah. or put this off, but is it because I really just need to just breathe and do nothing, which is very necessary a part of the process, y'all. Understand it's finding that balance, or is this a time where it's like, okay, I don't really need to rest and sit still right now, I can actually keep moving and be okay. Maybe I just need to slow down, so it's not always to 100, it's not always to, to zero. Sometimes it's, it's other numbers in between, and it's not just 50 right in the middle. Like, there are other numbers, like we have the number line for a reason. Utilize you know your progressional number line, your, your the numerical line, like use it, 
You know, if you need to rest at a 47 degree angle or 47% versus yesterday, you needed to rest at 77%. Okay. Like it doesn't mean that you needed to hold everything and, and rest at a complete, you know, do, do it. I think, you know, too, I think the society, society that we live in makes us feel like we're supposed to continuously go at that same rate every single day because, you know, most of us work full time. Well, I say most of us like it. Yeah, no, it ain't hard to get out of saying it. <laughs> right. But yeah, most of us fall into that space where, yeah, we got to be to work 40 hours a week. And so, like we were saying before with the tough spot and tying it in with what you just said, mm-hmm. uh, one of the things last year, especially when I was doing the co- t-shirt collection and wanting to do so much more and really kind of trying to like push myself and giving myself like this hard deadline, like it has to be done by then. Mm-hmm. And then just like crumbling and being like, partially upset with myself and every time when I felt like I needed a break being angry at myself because it's like you don't got time to take like I now I'm the mean supervisor at social services like and not allowing yourself that same that grace that you need to recalibrate especially mm-hmm. because as any type of entrepreneur, nine times out of ten, you are going to work forty more than forty hours, depending on what you're doing. Especially once you get fully into it, but also reminding yourself that that forty hours don't have to look like what you're used to doing. Exactly. It don't have to look like nine to five or three to eleven or whatever. It can look like two hours here. Three hours there, four hours there during the course of a day. It don't have to be eight hours. Exactly. That's up to you. Some days, like you said, you might go work in 12 hours straight because that day called for it. That's right. And then maybe, oh, next day, I don't, I'm not doing nothing because I did 12 hours yesterday. Mm-hmm. Just like you would want to say to your job. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly it. Right. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Yeah, that's it. Now you got the opportunity. And so that flexibility mm-hmm. is important. But I think sometimes we could get hard on ourselves because we don't want to, we're trying to hold ourselves accountable and we don't want to fall into a trap of like, oh, I'm supposed to be an entrepreneur, but I'm just laying around. Exactly. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's where, again, it comes with all that you said before, because you introduced the concept of boundaries earlier with mm-hmm. what you were talking about, what, what, like much earlier, and then it just really just mm-hmm. led and flowed throughout the conversation. And you have to have boundaries with yourself. But right. Exactly. And yeah. then, so then even more so than what now where it's like, well, boundaries and now like discipline, like that, that's the part. And so the discipline mm-hmm. helps you to realize like, okay, discipline and focus. When you said, if it's working two hours here, working three hours here, that it's during those two hours that that is what you're working on instead of allowing yourself to, um, to be easily distracted because we know distractions come, temptation, you know, comes. You're gonna tell yourself like now, I'm telling myself like I need to I gotta pray on one more prayer line at 10. So I'm like, all right, I might eat a little something. I'm like, no, I don't. Like it's you know, like it, it, the temptation comes in, in, in all different shapes and forms. And so when you're trying to you hone in and say, I'm going to work on this thing, I'm going to make progress here, of course something's gonna come along, but it's where that you practice that focus and yeah. discipline 
um, because you set those boundaries, because you have this flexibility that, that that's why discipline has to go hand in hand with the mm-hmm. flexibility that you now have. And I'm speaking to myself as well, because it's knowing that you have the flexibility. Now, what are you going to do with it? So that way you don't, at the end of the day, when you go to lay your head on the pillow, think like, dang, I'm supposed to be an entrepreneur. And I say, hey, just wasted a whole day. It's crazy. No. No, yeah. being able to say, hey, you know what? I finally responded to that email. I sent that, you know, logo out or I asked about the format in this way or I did the, I did something that would move toward, you know? And so you'll have your days where you have more of those check boxes, you know, that you can check off your list. Yo, I live for making notes on my phone and the beauty, and it could even be a market list. And I, I use the little green, like check mark, like emoji, love being able to do that. It's the small things. And I celebrate that. Like, mm-hmm. I'll be like, dang, look at me. Okay. I got like, just, uh, went to my list for like the Dollar Tree and was like, oh, I got all this stuff and I forgot one thing that I was supposed to put on my list so I didn't get that. And so I can't put a check mark there, but I can put a check mark and everything else. Go me. Like, <laughs> it is just, you know, so you, yeah. that's what they, that's what it's meant by celebrate the small wins, the small victories and pat yourself on the back often, you know, yeah. like you, and then what I really love what you said is about the grace, like extending mm-hmm. grace towards yourself. We talked about extending yourself for, you know, these different groups and environments that you have and that you feel obligated to ex- overexert yourself for, your family, your friends, colleagues, mm-hmm. or whomever. But how about extending grace to yourself? That's why we go back to worrying about self. Jazz mm-hmm. is big on self-love. I'm big on self-reflection. It all comes together. Like, it all comes together about just doing for self, because again, it's about pouring that cup. As, as you continue to pour so much into yourself, it is automatically going to flow out of you. It's going to happen. You can't keep everything bottled in you. It's just about what you're pouring into yourself and then what it, that internally, like, uh, internalizes, how you internalize it rather and interpret that, and then how you pour it back out and like the contribution that you, you know, give and just what you give back to the universe to keep you know, uh, flowing to you and through you and around you. So it's, it's important. So anybody that's in a tough spot, your focus is, it's going to seem crazy to hear and it's going to seem crazy to even delve into, but in mm-hmm. a tough spot, but keep going. Just like Jazz said last week, in a t- I'm in a tough spot, but I still need to work on myself. It's going to seem like you need to worry about your finances. You need to worry about uh, if you have children, I need to worry about if you're in school, if you worry about work, you know, worry about entrepreneurship, worry about, you know, ministry, worry about uh, your purpose, worry about, you know, your passion, worry about all these things, worry about your pets. I don't know, just whatever else. And then, um, but it really comes back to, I'm in a tough spot, but I still need to work on myself. I need to better myself. I need to love on myself. I need to care for myself. That is the anecdote to being in a tough spot and feeling. And that's literally what self-love is. That's it. Caring for yourself. That's it. Because we tend to love on everybody else. Easily. And we forget to love on ourselves. Whether we're showing up for people to take them somewhere, whether we're giving someone a gift, whether we're spending time with a person because they're going through something. And the thing is, is that we forget we also are going through things sometimes and sometimes we don't tend to those needs. And one thing I wanted to bring up that related to what you were just saying was when I went to therapy a few years ago um, and I was telling my therapist, like I, I used to, I couldn't be by myself without getting sad. Like that's how 
bad it was to the point where I literally didn't want to be by myself because the only time I felt happy was when I was around other people, whether it be friends or family, it just needed to be someone else other than me. Mm-hmm. I couldn't sit in the house by myself. If I was in the house by myself, I got sad immediately crying, like really like full on, like angry also because no one else was available to spend time with me. And that's like how bad I wanted it. Like, so one of the things that when I was talking to my therapist, uh, at this point, when I was in therapy, I was in a relationship, but also um, being labeled as, you know, clingy because I always wanted to be up under him. And that wasn't the first time that I had heard that. And that had happened before in other relationships. But one thing she said to me was that you are running from your grief, from your your past traumas. And so that absolutely is a part of self-love and self-care to be able to deal with that grief because just as we are entrepreneurs now or anybody else who may be or even people who may not even just be unemployed, sometimes we get in funks where we feel like, oh, I'm going through depression. And you may be, but the thing is, is that nine times out of 10, as you are used to reporting somewhere for work for a large amount of time, you did not have an opportunity to grieve certain situations. And now that you have excess time on your hand, your body finally is like, yeah, I need to deal with this pain because it didn't go nowhere. It was just being distracted because you were you were at work doing overtime and you were whatever, you were out, you were doing stuff and you didn't get to sit with that pain. And so the thing was, is that the reason why I had a hard time staying in the home by myself, or well, I lived by myself actually for a good chunk of time, but even still, while I lived by myself, I didn't want to be in the house by myself. And so I would go to different friends' houses, just sit at their house, watch TV with them, and didn't even, we weren't even really doing anything Mm -hmm. until I was ready to go home and go to bed. Like, that was to the extent of which I was in my own house. I only went to my house to go to sleep, nothing else. And that even still transferred over a few years past me living by myself and then having a roommate. And then when I first moved with my roommate, that was the first time I ever had a roommate. And when I first moved with her, I felt some type of way that she wasn't available to hang out with me all the time. Because now in my mind, oh, I got this living friend. We about to be together always. But, you know, she had a life. And so that was something I had to work through. And actually, while living at her house, I was really sad. I was sad for a good chunk of time because for a good chunk of time, I, I centered my life around other people. To the point where I really didn't have anything for myself or anything that I could do by myself. And that was the thing of me wanting to get a hobby and finding things that I could do alone. And it wound up being painting. But even before painting, it was just chilling in the house watching TV. And that was something I never did before. Not by myself. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody might come over or I might go over to their house and we watch TV and that was it. And so for me, I think that's why I go so hard for self-love because I absolutely know I'm not the only person like that. 
I, I, I can't even just witness people who I see who are always out, mm-hmm. always out. And the thing is, we all deal with pain. And so nobody is exempt from that. Mm-hmm. No matter whether it's the same situation or not, we've dealt with situations. A lot of us have dealt with situations. Some of us have not had therapy. Some of us may be within deep into their religion, mm-hmm. but that might be it. And so the thing is, is just recognizing that you have not acknowledged certain things because life will set us up that way to make us not be able to acknowledge certain things and not even intentionally we not, we're not acknowledging it. Just we got stuff to do. <laughs> so we don't have to exactly. 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 That's, that's real good. That's, that's real good. I appreciate all of what you said. And I definitely acknowledge you sharing a good part of your experience. Like I would never want anyone to like open up and just to move on from this. I'm definitely always take a moment to say thank you for even sharing that. Cause I'm sure like just the way it blessed me, I'm sure it like helped somebody out here because you just touched on quite a bit just in that part of what you just said and something I want to speak to what you said earlier on and all all that you just said is that you spoke to like society and just society being different society forcing us to feel like you know we have to be this and we have to do that and that is why because there is such a great force of just society right we can't see just the and I, I won't even go far in this but just how like people fight on you know religion and I get it you know religion technically mm-hmm. but it's about spirituality and, and your belief system right so I got that but um just that people fail uh, find it hard to believe in you know just a god that you can't see you can't touch him you, know, mm-hmm. you can't hear and all that until you believe a child do you believe all of that is is not true um so I can see him feel him and touch him and hear him all all of that but um, just that how people fight against it so much because they believe that. But here it is, the society, society in which we thrive in, in which we know, in which we live in, is something we can't necessarily, we can't hear it, touch it, feel it or anything, but it, it, it drives us. It drives us crazy, drives us mad, drives us, it, it's nothing about it that really drives us to do good. It's right, it's driving us more and more into survival mode. And so just to bring it around to all of what you were saying toward the end, Whereas that, you know, um, uh, people, you know, uh, just that you have to work on self. And one thing I wanted to add to it is that it's okay to try different things and to use a combo of, you know, so self-love, we know, um, Jez, you know, it's explained to us that it's about caring for self. And, um, and so you want to, you want to delve into that and try a little bit of here and there, all positive and good and healthy things that will just help you get to the core and most authentic you, you know, that is the point. So in, for anybody that, um, is tuned in or will catch the replay of this show. And for the topic being, I'm in a tough spot, but you know, I will want you to end that and be able to work toward, if you can't say now, to end that with, I'm in a tough spot, but, because Jazz touched on grief, I'm in a tough spot, but I am allowing myself to grieve the old me. I'm allowing myself, I'm in a tough spot, but I'm allowing myself to grieve the old functionality of society as we've all known it to be. Because once you grieve and healthy, uh, healthy grieving, we talked about this in the past, like some shows ago, some weeks, months ago, I don't remember, but we talked about healthy grieving and allowing yourself to let things go properly will allow you then to 
open yourself and avail yourself for new and exciting and better and elevated opportunities and blessings and just, I mean, abundance. And so avail yourself to that. Okay. Mm -hmm. I want everybody to just work on that, work toward that. Let it go of the things that you thought once were, because it, it just, as we see now, it just never will be again. And that's okay. Allow yourself to be okay with that. But before we get out of here, Jazz, please tell us all about, all about, I'm going to say it, I'm going to say it, um, your journal and any other great stuff that you can share. Tell us all about it before we get out of here, please. So I created a self-love activity journal that really just addresses different things that I worked on early on in my self-love journey. I believe that the self-love journey catapults into more. And I don't, and the the term self-love is broad Mm -hmm. and it captivates so many different things. So, but I focused on the things that I focused on earlier on and a little bit of things I did later. But it, it, it has activities centered around inner child um, activities, getting in touch with your inner child, um, which is important because, well, it's, it's 931 Benin. But either way, it's on Amazon. <laughs> it's on Amazon. It's called the Queen Me Self-Love Activity Journal. And you can follow me on Instagram at queened. Q-U-E-E-N-E-D Melanie. And the link is in the bio on Instagram if you want to check that out. And also Queen Me Statement Tees and podcast. I also have a podcast. Um, I forgot to mention that on the last episode, but Real Woman and it's in my (laughs) but it's in my bio also on Instagram at Queen Melanie. Period. Y'all heard it. Okay. You heard it here. Go check her out. Listen, I didn't want to get off of here without her giving y'all a snippet of some of the things that she does and that she's doing that she has. Please go check her out. You don't, you will not be disappointed. I trust me, especially this journal. I'm telling you, even if you didn't think that you needed this journal, you need it. It's, it's, it's a great tool. Trust me. Um, and so without further ado, unfortunately, that is our time tonight. I thank you so much, Jazz, for being on here again. Listen, I appreciate you a whole lot. Y'all, y'all know I love y'all. I appreciate y'all more than you will know. I will share our, um, our moment of history of racial injustice, um, along with next week's, like all, all together in one next week. And be aware that October is uh, National Domestic Violence Prevention and Awareness Month. Um, and so I'll get a little more into that next week. I could have mentioned something about that. I was in a domestic violence situation myself. See, same. So I want to I wanna get so, in. And that actually is what triggered my self-love journey. Oh, see, listen, y'all see how that goes. See how you turn. I, I heard her say she's coming back next week. That's what I heard. Yes. <laughs> Good night. Good night. <laughs>